Blog Talk Radio. show uh, is entitled, What is the Purpose of the Book of Revelation? What is the Purpose of the Book of Revelation? So uh, we want to uh, consider this topic tonight, And but before we go to Revelation, there are some things that I want to read from Second Peter, Second Peter chapter 1, and also uh, part of Second Peter chapter 2. But before that, let us have a word of prayer. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for this opportunity to study your word. We ask to be guided by the Spirit of God, who is the author of it. We do thank you in Jesus. Uh, let me first say, we are told in the Scriptures, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him or believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. is eternal not everyone's life. But it is God's own eternal life that we see when we receive Jesus. In the scripture, the emphasis uh, is not receive Jesus as Savior, but the, in the Greek it is believe into him. Believe into Jesus. This is little scriptural language. So we believe into Jesus. We believe into his person. And uh, we believe that Jesus died for us. First uh, Corinthians 15, according to the scriptures. Jesus gave his life on our behalf. Because we were sinners lost. We were sinners and the Greek word, <laughs> lost, means that uh, that we were dead in trespasses and sin. And so uh, Jesus gave his life on our behalf so that we might have eternal life. And so, so that, is the, that is the teaching of the word of God. Now, in Second Peter chapter 1, uh, we have these words, beginning at verse 6. Quote, For we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. Unquote. Now this is the apostle Peter. For he received from God the Father honor and glory, when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And this voice, which came from heaven, we heard. Notice, we heard. So we, the crown, we is in the emphatic position in the Greek. We heard. 
when we were with him in the Holy Mount. And remember, here Peter is speaking about the Mount of Transfiguration, uh, in which Jesus shown outwardly what he was inwardly. Okay, so uh, the Shekinah glory uh, came through, uh, the, uh, shown through the veil of his flesh, and uh, they saw. The beautific vision of and this voice, the Greek word is stone, and this voice which came from heaven we heard when we were with him in the holy mouth. We have also a more sure word of prophecy, for until you do well that you take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place. And isn't that true? The word of God is the light, not a light. The light uh, shineth in this dark place until the day dawn, the day star rise, arise in your heart. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. So this is what I want to emphasize here before we go to Revelation. Um, it is not wise to pick and choose scripture and to... Care uh, scripture or verse from its context uh, because then one does violence to scripture. We should never share scripture from or a verse from its context. Uh, and one should also be trained uh, in the science of, of biblical exegesis. And one should have the tools of, that, uh, of exegesis. Uh, Proposal uh, in order to teach the Word of God. We do not handle the Word of God distinctly. Paul wrote those. Uh, so, knowing this first, that no prophecy of the Scriptures of any private interpretation or, or origin, for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man. Very important. Prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God as they were moved or borne along by the Holy Spirit. So these men who wrote the scripture, who wrote the New Testament canon, who wrote the, uh, the Old Testament canon, these men, these holy men, uh, were born alone, alone by the Spirit of God uh, to inscripturate for us the very words of God himself. And so it's important to remember uh, these words. Chapter 2, 2 Peter 2, verse 1. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even the nine of the Lord that bought them and bring upon themselves with destruction. Now, there are two messages on YouTube. One reads, I didn't listen to it, I don't want to listen to it. Jesus is not coming again, though so there is no second coming, Jesus is not coming again. Another uh, reads that uh, the, the, the Roman Catholic Church invented Jesus Christ. And it seems like uh, there are a lot of listening to these messages. I don't know that for certain that could merely be bought. 
But I just want you to get an understanding as to uh, the well, you know very well what times in which we live. So these were these were false prophets. Now this this are the words that that Peter uses um, in Second Peter uh, chapter two verse one. He calls these men not false teachers. He calls them pseudo didascaloi, pseudo didascaloi. So or lying teachers, literally lying teachers. And uh, he calls them pseudo-prophetai, that is, lying prophets and lying teachers. And so uh, these, these people are extraordinarily dangerous uh, to the people of God. And so what do they teach? They teach heresy. They teach uh, lying doctrine. Even denying the Lord that them and bring upon themselves swift destruction. Now, I could say that we are in the last day, and this, and uh, that these prophecies are being fulfilled. Well, understand that uh, in the Greek New Testament we have the word telos, and uh, which means which means end or goal, and uh, we also. Uh, have another word uh, which which refers uh, to end time. So uh, uh, Paul uses the word eschaton, which means last thing, from which we uh, have our word in systematic theology. We have the word eschatology. So uh, these are very important terms. And let me go on to read verse 3. No, verse 2. And many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. Listen to the language. And many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you whose judgment now for a long time lingers not in their damnation slumbereth not. Now, uh, in the Greek, this word fain is the Greek word plastoi. And it means to mold as from clay. It means to forge words. Forge words. And the reason why I'm emphasizing this language is because God has already told us in his word who these people are, they are lying prophets, lying teachers. Once again, pseudo-prophetai and pseudo-didactyloi. So that's their essence, that's their nature. Let me also give you a few more. Uh, in the Greek New Testament, there are two words that are used uh, with reference to evil. Uh, so we have the 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 Kekos man, the Kekos, K-A-K-O-S, with the masculine case ending, is the individual who is content to perish in his own corruption. He is content to perish in his own corruption. Then there's another Greek word uh, for evil. And uh, this word is poneros, 
oneros. And, and so the root means pain or toil. So the Poneros is the man who uh, is not content to perish in his own corruption, but this is the individual who seeks to uh, destroy the lives of others. He is called Poneros in Scripture, Poneros. Uh, in the Gospels, we have the the word uh, we have the word scandalon, from which we get our word scandal. And so, scandalon refers to a trap spring, a trap spring. So, this is an individual who seeks to ensnare individuals um, in such a way uh, as to so as to bring ruin into their lives. He wants to see uh, uh, the lives of others ruined. Now, you know these people, these individuals are energized by darkness. Be careful of such individuals. Be like the noble, the noble Bereans. Search the scriptures. Don't merely take even what I say as the value. Search the scripture. Uh, and uh, so in that way, one will be assured of what one has learned and believed because these individuals who handle the word of God deceitfully do not understand that uh, at some point they're going to pay. They're going to pay for their treachery. And uh, uh, God, God is going to deal with them. He has... Uh, if you read Western church history, you will read about certain individuals who dare to defy or to stand with a high hand before God, and uh, uh, their lives uh, fell into destruction and ruin uh, because they dared uh, to play with God. One does not play with God, not at all. Now, so that was my preface do this study of Revelation. Well, what is the purpose of Revelation? Remember that, uh, well, Revelation is the final book of the New Testament canon. And it was written by the Apostle John before, before the close of the first century A.D. Anno Domini, year of common era. We don't use those, those, those. We don't use that language. But and so uh, uh, in Revelation one, we read quote uh, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John, who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. So um, there, uh, let me re read verse 3. Blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein for the time to their hand. So, Revelation, 
is the unveiling. Uh, remember, we read the book of Daniel that the book was sealed. This book, the Revelation, is not a sealed book. It is, uh, it is, it is on the contrary. It is the exact opposite. It is an, the unveiling of Jesus Christ. Now, uh, in, the, uh, in the Word of God, apocalyptic literature is written to the people of God for God's own purpose. Now, if you study Western church history closely, particularly early Western church history, you will know that believers had many enemies. So, uh, and these enemies were very adroit, they were very superior. Uh, and so God needed a way to communicate to his own, he needs to communicate with, uh, with his own in a way that the enemy would not understand. So, you can read about uh, about what happened to some of the the apostles uh, and how they were severely punished and killed, murdered, slaughtered, as it were, for the name of Christ. Uh, we we can read some stories like this in the Old Testament. Please read uh, the Book of Hebrews. And uh, there the writer speaks of those of whom the, uh, the world is not one. There are such incredible persons uh, that had such, they had such incredible testimony. The world was not worthy of them. Um, some uh, believers suffered horrific uh, death for the name of Jesus. And if you read in the read in the book back about the stoning of Stephen, uh, he was bound, he was tied up, uh, and he was then cast down, uh, and then he was he was stoned. Stones were still were hurled upon his person until he perished. Just one, and so he is the first martyr of the church. Stephen was the first martyr of the church and he was not the last. If you want to read about what uh, the faith, uh, the faith of some of the early believers, read Fox's Book of Martyrs. Do not read the abridged version of Fox's Book of Martyrs. Read the unabridged. Uh, and another book uh, uh, is called Jesus Week. It is also about the uh, the persecution, the persecution of uh, Jesus Street. So, Fox's Book of Martyrs and Jesus Street. You read those books. Also, read uh, uh, about Watchman Nee, the great Chinese believer, and uh, his testimony and how he suffered. Watchman Nee, another very good uh, book and resource to have. Uh, with regard to persecution of belief. Um, now, when we take a look at Revelation 1-3, we read blessed. 
blessed or spiritually prosper. So that's the meaning of the word blessed or blessed. It means spiritually prosper. Is he that readeth and they that hear the words of the prophecy. So um, notice the word uh, makarios is the first word. Uh, and is the, the Greek word for blessed. The blessed is he that readeth, or the one reading, uh, and the one, and then the one who hears. The word hear, hear is from the word akuo, and it means to hear with a view to obeying what is written. To hear with a view to obeying. This is, uh, the same word is used in the Old Testament. Uh, with regard to hearing the word. Uh, akuo, uh, hear, uh, once again, it means to hear with a view to obey. Uh, if we love God, we obey him and follow his word. Follow his word. Um, blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy. Remember, I read from a computer and he talked about prophecy. So, uh, and keep those things, those things which are written herein, for the time is at hand. So, what is the purpose of the book of Revelation? Well, we have it, uh, you know, it is given to us uh, here so that we would understand uh, the word. Verse 3. So, Revelation 1-3, we get the purpose of the book. Its purpose is to bless or to make happy the one who reads its words, and also those who hear the words and keep what is written therein. So, and he tells us why. The reason given uh, for so doing this because the time of the fulfillment of its predictions is near. Hearing and keeping. Hearing and keeping will result in faith and stabilizing hope while facing the trials and persecutions of this sinful age in view of the triumph of Christ and the ultimate triumph of his own. Now, I'm going to read that once again. This is from Unger's, Merle F. Unger. This is from Unger's Bible Handbook. Quote, the reason given for so doing this because the time of the fulfillment of his predictions is near Hearing and keeping will result in faith and stabilizing hope while facing the trials and persecutions of this sinful age in view of the triumph of Christ and the ultimate triumph of his own. We live in a crooked and perverse age. Crooked and perverse. Again, biblical language. Biblical language uh, is always accurate. Constantly accurate. <clears throat> Biblical language is always detailed. And for those who seek to say things about God and His Word, who don't study the Word, listen, the Word is there for them to read. And so they're given constructive notice. You know, pick up the Word, read it, see what the Word really says. Uh, and there is also, look, as an aside, there's another guy who talked about the world that Satan ruled before God made Adam. 
you know, I don't know where uh, these people are, you know, get these documents or this, or, or, or these insights. I don't know uh, where they're pulling all this information from, but uh, you know, this this language is not found in the word of God. Uh, the canon uh, 66 book. Uh, the canon is very specific. So, and we have a closed canon. Canon is closed. And so uh, God is not going to, there are no companion books. There are no parallel books. There are no extra sources that, are, uh, that we've yet to discover or someone has recently discovered uh, to add to this, uh, what we have. No. The testimony is complete. And even the, the documents found in uh, the Dead Sea Scrolls all attest to uh, the received word, the received canon. There were some uh, early uh, Bible teachers uh, who did not <clears throat> want to accept the revelation. <clears throat> and there are those who believe that John, who wrote the Revelation, did not write the gospel. But uh, the language, the writing style, uh, the information, the testimony of early believers uh, all point to uh, the one individual who wrote the gospel of John, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, and also the Revelation, so the same person. And we read that this person uh, was in, in Revelation 1-9 was, was uh, exiled to Patmos, uh, a small island <clears throat> in the Aegean Sea. And he tells us it was through the word of God and through the testimony of Jesus Christ. This message was so powerful and so counter to uh, the extant Roman Empire and their values, their, their philosophies, their mores and beliefs. Uh, and, but John's message was so powerful because he was filled with the Spirit that uh, they, they tried to execute him. That didn't work. Uh, and so then they, uh, they, they had him exiled. And it is there in the solitude uh, of that island that he received uh, this message of the Revelation, final book of the Bible. And so, now notice that in writing this, his, he was filled with the Spirit. He was controlled by the Spirit. His will uh, had been given over to God. He has submitted to the will of God. And so the Spirit of God used him uh, to, to write this powerful document. And uh, that would go out to the world, and that would guide of the faith of believers. Be careful uh, of the position you take. Uh, do not come to read Revelation with preconceptions. Read the Revelation for yourself. Read it prayerfully. Read it thoroughly. And then reread it again. Study it. There are great, uh, great conservative scholars uh, who can guide you. Uh, in your study of take your time, don't rush. Uh, yes, you're going to hear things, people lift scripture out of context and say this is the fulfillment of it. 
uh, go back to the Word, and what does the Word teach? What does the Word teach you, and what does God say to your spirit as, as you study? So that that is important. That uh, and so you know that you hear the Word of God, and, and you become very skeptical when you hear people list verses out there. Well, now this has been fulfilled. Or people want you uh, to believe certain things that are not in the Word of God. Uh, we live in evil days, and you don't want to be led astray. Uh, Revelation 1-3, the purpose of this book, blessed, again, blessed is he that readeth or reads, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep, uh, believe, hold on to, uh, and then pass on to others. So keep and keep those things which are written therein. For the time is at hand. You will find that this is a this is a living document, and this living document will change your heart, will change your spirit, will change your worship, will change your and your praise will change your focus if you hear the word, if you uh, read the word, if you keep those things which are written therein. And so God will bless you mightily, and you will have a great understanding of the book of Daniel. Good evening. God bless you in your study of the book of Revelation. Good night.